So how many teas do you guys like? Is there other like my favorite is peppermint, but sometimes I'll do like a ginger tea. And you see, know y'all I can need do, to try this pure No, see listen, listen. Sweet ginger tea. tea's good, but the last time I had anything ginger, it like flared flared up and burned my nostrils. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's what it's, it's supposed to do. That's supposed That's to burn you. It, it cleaned me out, and, and I did not. I did not see that coming. I really did not. It's supposed it's to supposed burn to everything out. so that you don't get sick. You can just yo. Burn that is everything. the secret to coronavirus: yeah. is ginger. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it is. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to our podcast where we watch all of the Marvel movies and the MCU. Uh, and what we do as a quarantine project is we come together and we video chat and we talk about it, discuss it, what we liked, what we didn't like. And, um, and uh, you know, we come together as friends, you know, growing up with these movies. It's been an, an awesome journey. So we wanted to recapture some of that uh, in this time during COVID-19. And uh, so my name is Rob. And with me are a few of my friends. Renaldi. Elise. Jeanette. And I'm Fergie. And today, we're going to talk about Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Steve Rogers has become a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent after the events of New York where Loki tried to take over Earth. Steve Rogers joins S.H.I.E.L.D. to find a sense of purpose and to contribute to the betterment of mankind, but he finds that things in S.H.I.E.L.D. are more confusing than they were during World War II. He doesn't know who to trust or who to rely upon in an agency where everyone keeps secrets. Things get even worse when Nick Fury is assassinated and Steve is framed as the assassinator. When in reality, it is a clandestine Hydra agent known as the Winter Soldier. Steve must figure out who the Winter Soldier is and the conspiracy that is causing S.H.I.E.L.D. to fracture. With him is a newcomer named Falcon, also known as Sam Wilson, and Black Widow. Um, yeah. Together, the three of them look to uncover the secrets that could threaten not only S.H.I.E.L.D., but the entire earth. Okay. Well, there's one thing you don't need to be threatened by is this movie. Um, what reviews have um, have you girls found? It, what are people saying about this movie before we get into it? Right. Um, a, a post here, uh, or article rather, on Washington Post, uh, dated back in uh, April 3rd, 2014, by Anne Hornaday says this. Captain America the Winter Soldier brings back one of the most wide, most mild, excuse me, mannered superheroes of the Marvel Avengers franchise, the clean-cut square-jawed Steve Rogers, whose quiet determination and commitment to decency, oh, and preternatural speed and strength allow him to speak softly and carry a big shield. But in this second installment featuring Rogers in his um, titular alter ego, Steve is forced into all manner of chaotic, cacophonous action. A baggy, at times, brutal conglomeration of surprisingly deep character development and aggressively percussive action, 
The Winter Soldier is a comic book movie only in its provenance. In its relentless violence and dark political subtext, this might be the most grown-up Avengers episode yet. So Roy K says, this movie that established the Russo brothers as one of the very best directors of our age. I have to say, after the first Captain America movie, I had low expectations of this one. But by G-A-D, GAD, <laughs> um, when it came out, I was absolutely blown away by it. Captain America, The Winter Soldier, was just so awesome. I watched it a couple of times, and I still want to keep watching it. An absolute action thriller masterpiece. The story flows like water, easy to understand, and follows, understand and follow, and lots of great action and thrills. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, so there seems to be a lot of great stuff said about this movie. Um, I think for the most part, people really enjoyed this movie. What would we, uh, what would we grade this movie? Like, if we were to give it a letter grade, what would we grade it? A plus plus. Oh, my. <laughs> so not coming through with the A plus plus. Oh, I didn't do eight man. of them, but I could say A plus plus. What made what made this movie better than the last one? <laughs> um, well, one, all of the Captain America movies are great, <laughs> but <laughs> they are. But um, I would say for this one, content was good. Mm-hmm. The plot. It was good. I was upset at parts. Don't get me wrong, but it was good. Mm-hmm. The jokes. This one was funny, and y'all mm-hmm. can't even pretend. Mm-hmm. And the graphics <laughs> was good. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it was it was obviously the difference between that one and this one was just that one. That one was set back in the 1940s. This one is a little bit, you know, more up to date and, you know, just the setting. But I feel like I don't I actually don't know who shot the film, but. I felt like they did the same thing. The technology, the cars. Mm. Can we talk about that first dive that he did? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about it. We're definitely going to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to get into all of that. The technique, he gets Mm -hmm. a 10. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That landing, he gets a 10. And for style, bro, 10. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, he did a good job. Okay. Nice. Okay. I, I can respect that. Uh, anybody else? What what letter grade would you give this? Yeah, guys, I'm giving this an A, man. That this this movie was on point, um, mm-hmm. and I think like yeah, this this is what we should expect, right? Like if you have yep. a series of films, your your sequel should always be better than your prequel. That's how yes. I think. Yeah, and so I was really happy to see that it was not only better but like vastly better like it was like crazy better like what um and yeah i just really i i loved all of it i think what captured me the most about it i'm a sucker for good fighting choreography yeah and this was like oh my gosh like when cap finds out that the winter soldier is bucky that scene like the that fight scene right before whoa like mm-hmm. that was so wonderfully the fighting was so good on that like it was crazy mm-hmm. um i felt like there really wasn't too much useless dialogue I th- so the script was great yeah. 
Um, they even improved, um, in my opinion, improved Black Widow's choreography where she was fighting and it wasn't like, okay, she keeps spinning around this person's neck or whatever. It was like <laughs> real nice, beautiful fighting, but not over the top. Um, yeah. So I, I liked that medium that they had with it. And yeah, I think plot wise, pretty straightforward. Yeah, this was really good. And I think mm -hmm. like Marvel just needs to, this is the template for a good yes. film. Just do what you did here and you will always succeed. Even DC should be taking notes on this one right yep. here. Mm -hmm. They didn't take notes. So yeah. I think it was, we all know yeah. that. This is definitely one of the more darker <laughs> of the um, Marvel movies. And so if DC uh, historically is trying to be darker, um, this is definitely one that they have to study if they want to make their movies good. Um, yeah. Anybody else? Elise. Um, I also give this movie an A. I thought it was amazing. It was way better than the first one. Way better than the props that was properly due. Probably hey, so A is good. Um, the, the movie, the way it was shot and edited, I was not a fan of. Not, <laughs> some things I find that Cap, Cap was kind of boring at some points, but this movie just made him shine so much more. And so I respect him as a superhero. The movie just did did him justice, basically. Um, and so, yeah, I agree with like pretty much everything Elise said. It was shot wonderfully. The action was good. Even like the gore and the violence was like it was it was a lot, but it was it was really cool to see. The storyline was great. I liked how there wasn't too many villains. Um, it, it everything just looked looked really good. My only the only thing I didn't really like is um, Black Widow. Like she's definitely better in this movie. She's better written and the action is better, but I don't know. I just don't like the whole flirty thing. Yeah. Oh I don't know. I think it's just a bit much personally, but she, she had her guns. She was doing her thing. So I'll, I'll give that to her. Okay. So you give it an A. An A. Yep. Okay. My first Yay. A. A. Um, yeah. For me, I think I still think Iron Man Two is Black Widow's best work because she had some lines that made me really upset, <laughs> like really stupid lines and jokes that bothered me. Like, guess I gotta say bye bye bikini briefs. So I'm like that. That's not a good joke. Even Steve Rogers called her out. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're definitely gonna suffer by not wearing bikini briefs. So even that dude was calling her out. He's like the nicest guy in the whole Marvel universe. So nah, but but she did have better choreography than Iron Man Two, much better choreography. Uh, this movie's strength is fight choreography. Every fight scene was well produced, well put together. Uh, dialogue was crisp, smooth, to the point, funny. Um, you didn't lose the story. You you could follow along with what was going on, everyone's motivations. Uh, and the characters had great chemistry. I like the fact that Falcon had great chemistry with Cap. You know, he's a new character. They were clicking um, in a way that felt genuine, wasn't cliche. Um, so overall, this movie does everything and more. I'm giving it an A+. Plus. Ooh. Yeah, wow. man. Ooh. Rinaldi. But I got to ask you. Yeah, there I got my wings. I got my wings like my boy Sam. <laughs> yeah. 
And we're just going to find out later if this movie for Rinaldi is better than Iron Man 3. But we're going to find out, you know, later. We're going to find out later. Um, so my, I give this movie an A. Uh, a solid A. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a solid A. It, this is um, probably my favorite, if not one of my favorite movies in all of the Marvel comic Marvel, yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is my probably my favorite movie. It is very well written uh, yep. to make a a uh, a dark political story become interesting. To take Captain America, who if there was no movie and you just read him from a comic book, okay, this is a guy in spangly tights with a shield. But to take oh. that character and put him in a situation, put him in a story where politics and war and all of that stuff is involved. Um, and then you work with his specific dynamic. What is he going to do in these situations? I feel like the Russo brothers did a great job mm. highlighting and really, really uh, having his light shine as Captain America in this movie. Um, I loved the action. I love the action. There's only few, only a few other movies that I've seen only a few other comic book movies that I've seen uh, that that do action really well, and this is one of them. Um, a lot of close quarter hand to hand fighting, um, especially that first shot. Um, Shona, you mentioned it, like him diving down and then the land, and then yeah. he's going. He's making his round on the boat, and he's like knocking yeah. people out. And the way he's the way that I remember being in that theater, and the second he did that stiff kick on that guy. I was like, I was sold. I was like, yo, you do not mess with this guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I was, I was sold on. And right then and there, I was sucked into the movie when I remember when I first saw it. And the same thing happened this time seeing it. Um, not, it's not too villain heavy because the plot does a really good job with the slow reveal, which we'll talk about. Um, but I think as there is no one specific villain, it's the Captain America story overall, which again we'll talk about. But it, I feel like this with all the dense, all the potentially dense uh, content of this movie, I feel like the Russo brothers did a really good job making it digestible, um, and nobody outshined the other. I feel like there was a good placement, and then the Winter Soldier was was great. Um, I give this movie an A, a solid A. Yay. And tell us again who's the Russo brothers. So Producer, director. So the Russo brothers are brothers who directed a few Marvel movies. This was their first one. The next one that they that they direct, we haven't reviewed it or seen it yet, but the next one that they, they direct is Captain America Civil War. Then they directed Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Mm. So these guys are are just masterful. Uh, directors. Um, mm -hmm. Before that, they did some TV shows. Um, they community. did Community. Community, yeah. Um, no, I love Community. Mm -hmm. So um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the Russos are the their opposite Zack Snyder because, mm. like Zack Snyder, they're big comic book nerds. They read all kinds of comic book stories, and mm -hmm. they wanted to do a Captain America movie because they they loved reading his comics. But the thing is, is that they want people to connect with the characters before mm -hmm. they focus on the action. I feel like mm. Snyder's the reverse. He's more about mm. the action and then connecting with the characters second. Right. That's why I mentioned in my review yeah. uh, how Falcon was a, a big 
part of the story because he kind of connects with Cap and helps him stay optimistic, dis- you know, despite mm-hmm. the dark political mm-hmm. subject matter. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So let's talk about, um, hmm, yeah, what, what do we start with? Because this is a great movie. Yeah. Um, I would like to say that opening scene. That's took hilarious. My <laughs> like, just, well, like just him running, like the, with the samurai. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this, I'm already in. Like mm-hmm. the, the colors look good. As a photographer, I'm like, I'm there. You, you captured him at the best time of day and he's running. I'm, I'm here for mm-hmm. it. I was like, yo, you ain't tired yet? Like uh, 13, <laughs> miles. Um, 13 miles in 30 minutes. That's yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Super soldier. That's jogging. He's just jogging. He's, he's, he's not jogging. Even, he's not yeah. running. Yeah, he's not yeah. running. Yeah. Like, like think back to that villain in Hulk, how fast he was running. That like, Oh yeah. He was running really fast. Captain oh, yeah. America can run much faster than that guy. Yeah. Crazy. I think, um, so, I think, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, you got that. I was wrong. just gonna say, I think Cat finds clarity through exercise. It seems like that's what he did. Because in the Avengers movie, he's like boxing because he's so confused about how times are different. Now he's jogging. That's how he befriends. Um, yeah. Sam. He was like, "Did you already her. go for a jog? I'm sure you already did it and came back." Yeah, it's like he's like he's like you should you should take another lap. Did you already take it? <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That was funny. You know what's crazy too? I didn't even realize this until now. Captain America does not need to exercise. He does. No, but again, it's emotional. It's it happens. Yeah, it totally. He needs to connect. It's it's mental clarity. Wow. No, because his 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 powers allow him to like always stay in shape because his body's always burning calories. So he doesn't he doesn't need to, to exercise to stay in shape. Wow. He's lucky. And all right. Yeah, he's lucky. But yeah, to stay to 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 be in shape mentally, I think that's like. Yeah, yeah, mental clarity. I think clarity. there's a lesson in there for for those of us who struggle with exercising. It's a lesson. Yeah. What are and you trying to say? Don't, don't no, that wasn't like, for me. No, 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 that wasn't. Quarantine body. <laughs> that quarantine body. We all gonna leave the yeah. quarantine looking like looking like. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I know um, the public can't see me. I look great. Don't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had ice cream and cereal today. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Struggling out here. I need to take cap regimen. Seriously. Hey, so so let's let's start with um uh we could start with let's start with the plot of the movie. Um because I feel like that takes up the bulk of how this movie, like what this movie is even about. Um Captain America, uh as you read off uh, in your summary, he is an agent of SHIELD. He works for SHIELD now. Um, and early on in the movie, he has this dialogue with, uh, Nick Fury and basically Nick Fury takes him into this huge hangar where they've been building, um, all of these planes and these weapons and these jets, uh, in response to Avengers. Um, and it's just, you know, in preparation to an imminent threat and Captain America felt like that there was. Probably, at least from what I remember, he felt like that there was like, it's it's good reasoning, but like why, in 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 the name of protection, why would you build these weapons and aim it at citizens? This is not protection. This is not, um, it's fear. If anything, is what Captain mm-hmm. yeah. said. That was crazy too. How he's like, he even challenged him in saying that 
he was like, don't people have to like commit the crime first? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can understand his reasoning because like I was even wondering like how many underground like things what what would you call that a hangar? I wonder how um, many of those actually yeah. exist in real life. Oh, oh man, it was like a, a whole fortress. Oh, boy. <laughs> let, let me let me pull up let me pull up the conspiracy <laughs> corner in Google. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's many. Call them out. Put it. Yeah. But so so okay so that happens and we find out throughout the movie that um that as Captain America does his investigation and not really an investigation but as he's moving along with his mission he basically finds out that shield is not shield that shield has been compromised and it's actually been compromised for many many years Yeah the uh, we find out that Zola it's Hydra from the first movie Yeah we find out that it's that it's. Oh. Mm-hmm. We told him. Yeah. But even before that, like, what did you think about what he said to him when he was having that conversation? So, like, a theme for me, I think, is trust. The mm-hmm. whole thing was just about like how much do you trust people. But when he had said to him, like, um, whether he prefers. Well, let me ask you guys. Do you think a team is better run compartmentalized or very transparent? Hmm. If you said you transparent? Transparent, yeah. Like everyone knows everything versus the I way think, Nick Fury did it compartmentalized. Yeah, it's weird because Nick Fury is a spy and he knows there's information that he knows that based on his judgment, might be better that certain people don't know it. Yeah. Um, so it's tough uh, in that in that regard. This movie doesn't have easy answers because if Nick Fury took Steve's advice, they wouldn't have stopped the satellites at the end of the movie because mm-hmm. he hid that, uh, that thumb drive in a candy machine. If he just mm-hmm. gave it to Director Pierce, or sorry, Secretary Pierce, everyone would be dead. Like, I'm talking the whole Marvel Universe would be dead because they were trying to kill all these heroes, mm-hmm. you know, including Tony Stark, and he wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That was quick. Um, later on in the movie, they were targeting everybody, and it was mm-hmm. a quick shot of the Avengers Tower and one little bullseye inside the tower. And I saw that. I was like, yeah, that, they got Tony Stark on, on, on target. But then on the flip wow. side, because of Nick Fury's secrecy, Hydra was able to secretly be in shit. So it's like... Hmm. Both sides have a yeah. point. Like Nick, Nick mm-hmm. has a point. Steve has a point. So this movie doesn't mm-hmm. have easy answers. Yeah, I think it. I think it boils down to trust then, because even Nick Fury says like, "Don't trust anybody." But Captain America chose to trust specific people. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And it worked that out. There is there are the right people. people. Yeah. Yeah, you picked the right people. So yeah, I think it's. I think a team is better run. With people knowing the information, the question isn't so much whether or not the information is known. I think that I think the I think the answer really is um, who are the people in your team, mm. you know, yeah. and, and what are the motives? Let's make the motives clear first. N- never mind the information. Never mind the details. What are the motives? Right. Yeah. And they each had a different mission, but I don't think Captain cared about that much. Yeah, he, he did not. He did not. I love. See, that's my thing with Captain America, especially in these movies. In the first movie, we see him like he's he has a very simple, like like focused 
mission. He he's just like I just want this thing done, and the mission needs to be done. And then for him to to have sacrificed himself in order to um, complete the mission, wake up seventy years later, have mm-hmm. a huge Avengers thing happen, and then find out that Shield has been compromised by Hydra. Basically saying that the mission that you sacrificed for, it's still going on. I know. And it's like, he's he's right back to that same place where it's like, what about the mission? Let's make, it's not yeah. that complicated. Let's take out the enemy. You need to clean. So like, even when, um, uh, when we find out that Nick Fury is not dead and they're all hanging out in this like underground thing or whatever, um, Nick Fury and Captain America, they had this quick back and forth. And Captain was like, no, you need to do just like clean slate. Everybody's got to go. The whole thing needs to be shut down. You, mm-hmm. not, no, no shortcuts with this one. And I feel like that all, out of everybody in the room, only Captain America would be able to make that call because he just has a very focused um, understanding on what is taking place and he knows what needs to be done. And so there's no compromising. I think that's sort of what's happening. S.H.I.E.L.D. compromised. Captain America didn't. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. That's why I love these movies and just seeing like watching this character growth. Um, yeah. And, and I think we continue to see that later on. Like he's just very much like that. He just does not change. He has conviction. Remember what Coulson said in Avengers to Loki. He said, you have one flaw. You lack conviction. Yep. And he, yep. he's the biggest Captain America fan on the planet. So so he's Steve. Steve has influenced people apparently. Yeah, but I'm mad that he kind of woke. He woke up to a world like that. You yeah. know. Yeah. That girl. I feel like they might as well have killed her in the first one. After I seen her, <laughs> I forgot that she was hospitalized. Hmm, yeah. I was like, oh right. man. She got oh, Alzheimer's. No. I know. Her memory. She's, 90, she's 95 or 98 years old or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but why you got to wake up to that? <laughs> I, I love that scene, though, because I, I like think it. it makes um It makes a better love story, I think. I got, like, the notebook vibes from it. I'm like, oh, like, this is believable. This is sweet. Like, this is the kind of romance you need in an action film like this. Mm-hmm. And so I thought... I thought it was great. I think it definitely it was sad, but um, I think it was needed too. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, Cap gave up everything, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. Y'all noticed she still did, she didn't miss them hair appointments. Her hair was still. <laughs> no. I was like, look at the curls. I said, oh, she, oh, she, mm-hmm. she got her priorities together. <laughs> she got, she got, you know, family that got got her back, you know. She, yeah. she got family that care. About family her. knew that's like, hey, Steve Rogers is coming by. We gotta, we gotta get you yeah, right. Gotta look you up real quick. You gotta look pretty on this bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. I um, I felt like, you know, if if it's one of those scenes where if you don't really understand what's going on, then a typical person reviewing this—not a typical person, but somebody can review this and go, okay, that scene is not needed. Let's take it out. But I felt like I feel like that that scene, among many other scenes, while it's short, it it, it 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 zones in on like you get in the mind of Steve Rogers, yeah. Um, because right now Steve Rogers is dealing with a world that he's trying to understand, and while he's trying to understand it, he's still focused on the one thing, the simple things, um, 
and that simple things go right with his moral values, with his, you know, very age old um, moral approach and everything. Yeah. And it goes back to just love. And, you know, I think he still misses that dance. He, you know, um, so I don't know. It's very, uh, yeah, it, I feel like that there, that, that scene was definitely needed in a movie like this. Yeah. That line that Jerry said when they were arguing on the hangar, it was, um, shield doesn't focus on what the world has the potential to be. It focuses, it takes the world as it is and deals mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. You need to get with the program cap. And then cap mm-hmm. is like, don't hold your breath. And he just walks away. Yeah. So, you know what's, but you know, what's interesting. It's, it's, Maybe maybe Steve Rogers didn't need that wake up call, um, but I feel like subconsciously Steve Rogers was trying to get with the program because we see him in the first scene when he meets with when he runs runs past uh, Falcon, yeah, and then they talk and they buddy buddy and all that stuff, and he talks to him. He basically gives him uh, an album to listen to. Yeah, um, gay. Yeah, Alice. yeah, and. Uh, and he goes, you got to listen to this Marvin Gaye album. And he writes it down and he has a list of things that he's like, I got to, I got to explore this. But I, I feel like that that was purposeful for somebody who is like well past his time. Mm-hmm. He's trying to adapt to the world that he is currently in. And this whole movie is sort of a nod, like that scene is a nod to the whole movie. I feel like it introduces mm-hmm. that, like he knows that he's out of time. He's trying his best to understand the world that he lives in and how mm-hmm. he, he is going to operate in it. Yeah, I, I like that scene. I think you're right about that. It sets up so much mm-hmm. in that. And I loved how like Star Wars was already crossed off. Mm-hmm. Like he, He's actually actively going through this list. Rocky <laughs> was on it too. Yo, yeah, imagine Rocky. if he finds out Mitch Windu is Nick Fury. That's going <laughs> to blow his mind. <laughs> He's like director, master, fury, right? The force. <laughs> he takes off his eye patch. He's like, no, I could see the whole time through the force, Steve. That's <laughs> I could see the whole time the force. Yeah. Um. So so I guess yeah. The fact that Hydra is secret secretly Shield, and it brings back to what the original enemy is, and that's Hydra. Did you guys catch the scene with the uh, remember the senator from Iron Man Two? Yeah, yeah. The face. yeah with, with the face with the with the potato face. The potato. He face. was a Hydra man the whole time. He said, "Yeah, it makes he sense because yeah, he was trying to get Tony's um, he was trying right. to use the authority of the U.S. government to get Tony's suit." Right. Yeah. It all makes sense now because I was yeah, at first I was kind of like, "Yo, why is he hating?" <laughs> Hydra had that suit, man. It'd be a wrap. Oh man! They just they make millions of them. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, because they just make millions of them, and they they could rule the the world. I I love like secret society movies. I love how like you say like one code word or phrase or whatever, and it leads you through like this rabbit hole of this mm. society that like unfolds. So I thought that was ho- that was cool. The whole Hill Hydra thing, how he like gets in close and whispers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that they kind of played with that. Um, I don't know. I think it's just something worth exploring. And if you do it well, it pays off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do so yeah. much in this movie. That's like, it's not convoluted. It's not like it's yeah. not a lot. It it's actually raises up question. and makes you want to explore a different corner of this world that we're, that we're reviewing. 
Um, and I liked how it was very believable because secret societies are still a thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a secret society that we don't even know about that's intent on world domination for whatever reason. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that the villains were believable and human is what I liked. Mm-hmm. No, like zombies from outer space and all that stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> He has a name. His name is Malekith. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care about you. Put some respect on, Put some respect on Malekith's name. No, 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 we don't care about you. We don't care about I you at all, problem. brother. No, he don't. No, <laughs> no, you, wasted, you wasted an hour and 40 minutes of my time, Mr. Alien Zombie. Yeah, seriously. Elf, yeah. dude. Anyway. Zombie Elf. Zombie let's talk about, let's, let's talk about great villains like Hydra. Let's let's talk about them. Yeah. yeah. That's, it, yeah. that's crazy because that's not a one-person villain, man. It's that's, an organization. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty much the whole world was Hydra. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Oprah is Hydra. She's like, you're Hydra, and you're Hydra, and you're Hydra. <laughs> right, yeah. You're Hydra. You're Hydra. Look at me. Look at me. You're Hydra. You're Hydra. Those are the thoughts of Rinaldi, and it does not reflect the thoughts of Fergie. I will just put that out there. <laughs> For this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, I'm already Ebony number one. Remember in the... Remember later on in um, when when Steve Rogers is speaking in the intercom at the Shield headquarters, mm-hmm. and basically like giving a whole rundown, like, "Hey, some of you are Hydra, some of you are not. I don't know who to trust, but we got to destroy this thing. Those things cannot oh, go yeah. up." And you basically get this divide within the the organization, and it starts to get clearly shown. Even like when uh, there were like I think five or six. Uh, shield members who were genuinely shield it was a quick moment where they were walking out and it was they were like hey guys we might be the only shield agents that are on cap side let's we got to do this we got to do that and then automatically they get killed and i was like oh <laughs> man like there are people who are genuinely they even the kid who mm-hmm. was being pressured to push the the button to to raise the the uh, helicarriers he was yeah. like no cap's orders Cap's orders, mm. yeah. Captain's orders, and I was like, "Oh man, talk about like, you know, doing the right thing." Yeah, yeah. I liked um, Rumlo in this movie. Like he was the guy. That oh was, yeah, like, the the strike team with the yep. OT. Yeah, he was yep. he was pretty menacing. Even when he threatened yeah. that kid, he cocked the gun and kid started. You mean my man Crossbones? Well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's what happens at the end. That's my man Crossbones. He becomes Crossbones. Yeah. Yeah, the gun, that kid starts sweating. Who knows? Man. We might see him in a later movie. Who knows? Who knows? But but nah, he he was intimidating, basically. And and he, yeah, he was he good. Fought, good choreography. All his scenes had great fight choreography. Um, yeah. Some movies they kind of get lazy. They're like, oh, he's just a henchman, mm-hmm. so let's just talk. no. It's like no, he fought. I mean, he lost, but he lost with dignity. It was well choreographed. So. So speaking of that, you mentioned uh, some of the fights and how and his fight scenes. Let's talk about the action in this movie. Yeah, because I thought the action was like spot on from like the very beginning of this movie. From oh, the, the beginning, yep. The so bulls, I guess we could go point. back to Black Widow because I know y'all are ready to kill her. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I love she, she was doing well. She did good on the boat. She did. So good I job. was gonna say that in this particular movie, she was in her territory. She was yeah. fighting land battles. And being her a spy like she is, <laughs> she 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 improved. That, Double my agent. issue, my issue with her in this movie is when she spoke. That that's that's the issue. Agreed. Oh, fighting, agreed. Yeah. I was fighting. Yo, after ten minutes, I was sticking fire to her. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Bikini. Bikini. Bye bye bikini bikini. What are you doing? Bye bye bikini you lose your face. Like, what a Why are you acting bye dumb bye when the captain yeah. speaks to you? Respond. Yeah. I was yeah. so annoyed. Wait, why'd she take so long to answer him again on the boat? I'm trying to remember. She was doing her She's own. like, I only pretend like I know stuff. Yeah. I don't actually and know stuff. Man, you need to be quiet, girl. No, you know why it's slapping upside your face. <laughs> no, no, but you know she doesn't like. But yeah, she fought Shana, good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Shauna, just to go back to the you know the whole Black Widow conversation and the hate and whatever. So I'll explain for myself. I don't. <laughs> I don't necessarily hate her. I just feel like so like in this movie, she worked out fine because like she's fighting like human people. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a little bit more her territory. She yeah. like at the quote unquote the incident. That's just a that's a whole other species. You don't you just don't have the skills for that. <laughs> yeah. That's thing. She should have stayed within all of the shield agents and stayed on the boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stayed in her lane. She just didn't have this gear to fight extraterrestrial beings, which is why I'm kind of like, okay, girl. Um, I don't know about you With right her now. Guns. Yeah, and she, she, she managed a little yeah. something, but that's Can they just at least like, give her bigger guns? It. Like, like I, I, I get it. I get it. She was trying to look out for her homeboy, Hawkeye, but you're making his job harder. I'm not even convinced of that friendship. I'm not even no, convinced. No, no. Yeah. It's poorly acted. I I know it's poorly acted. I'm just saying yeah. that's the story we're she giving. And, yeah. But you're making his job harder because he's got to watch your back and his own mm-hmm. back. My yeah. my question so stay is, on like, ship. my whole thing is like, so are y'all done with the destroyer um cannon gun shotgun it prototype you can hook her up with? Because at oh, least no, <laughs> if she want to have she guns, needs something, destroyer yeah. bullets mm-hmm. up in here, help her out because she can't. Anyways, <laughs> she Black Widow should have been with like like you, Elise. Like, yo, Colton, can you swing that 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 cannon over to me real Wait, quick? Fergie, what'd you say? What'd you say, Fergie? <laughs> She just gets a desk job. She's a desk That's job. It. That's it. No, the girl can fight. She could fight. She and she could lie her way through. She can fight people. She can train training seminars and go from there. But like, she's so. She said, I'll give her that. Answer my call and make me a PowerPoint for my presentation. Exactly. <laughs> it's a little bit. That's it's a lie. <laughs> so, but she was Tony so Stark's secretary. Get, Air quotes. She was no, no. She was not. She was playing. The, she was a spy. She was a spy. Yeah, no, so, air quotes. Like so, but, but, so, but she was good. At, her. She yeah, was good. She was good at undercover. Yeah, she's yeah. good, and she's also good in with action in this movie. I feel like they did a yeah. good job. Yeah, yeah. they did her job. Placing her right. where she. Yeah, she could fight. She can shoot. She can. She. You know, she's good in this movie. Um, what did we think of the action scenes and the? I guess. Not the real villain of the movie, because we know Hydra's the real villain, but the instrument in which they used, which was Winter Soldier. And that's what the movie's about, is Winter Soldier. But wait, though. Talk about Nick Fury's car. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's right, because they run into Winter Soldier. That scene where they're trying to... Do those cars exist? um, (laughs) Probably. Probably, probably, yeah. yeah. Societies and spies. And yeah, we don't know agencies. anything. They probably. Yeah. I don't see why not. Because that's all. That's so all when, under wraps. When it was counting down how how yeah. compromised the window was, I was like, what? 
Yo, yeah. man, Nick Fury was calm. He goes, yeah. I know. Be quiet. Let me get ready. He was calm. 17% yeah, you know, armor I, integrity. Wait! <laughs> those convoluted police officers. No, I, I no love... Good. I love scenes like that. And the reason why is because, like, I don't know. I I like to see the, like, non-superpowered, like, just normal humans handle mm-hmm. business. Yep. And Nick was, yep. he was really doing well oh, with yeah. that. So I love scenes like that where you can show me something with him or Maria Hill, like, just somebody, like, mm-hmm. or Peggy Carter, like, just doing something really cool. And it's just like, wow, like. Yeah, you know it's it's not just the superheroes, but these guys are are pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, you know they can hold it down. So I, I love scenes like that. Yeah, that was to me that scene like um, it felt like a Dark Knight scene. Like it it was straight out of Batman. I kind of liked that. Like the way it was shot, the car, the like the whole chase, the whole feel of it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's the standard. Like Ronaldo said, going yeah, going out. yeah, and then like so so. They, they shoot up the car. The car's riddled with bullets. And it's funny that the car, like, registers all of the bullets and it, like, reads it back to you. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they get the, the big, I don't even know what you call it, that huge thing. Like that camera camera like, type thing. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, um, I think it's, um, dang it. it. It's like a, dang it. I, I remember reading an article cool? about those things. Is they it a breach, ram? They breach. Oh, yeah, it's like a ram. Yeah, yeah. It's a ram. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it breaches. It breaches. Um. Um. Armored like, cars. Armored cars or armored doors or or walls. Yeah. Yeah. Placed on walls. Yeah. That that scene was intense. And then like so to drive away from that and lose some of the fake police officers and whoever else was trying to kill you. Um, racist police officers. Right. <laughs> And then, like, and then, see my lease. Yeah, and then to run into <laughs> my lease. Oh yeah, yeah. That seems like yo. That's like talk about racist, like the racial commentary, yeah, like yeah. movie. I'm like that's perfect. Like, why are you staring um, at me? Literally, right. you want to see my lease? Um, and then for for him to to drive away and then run into the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and that's kind of where we really get an introduction of him. And and then we see the Winter Soldier throughout the movie. We see him running. We see him fighting with Captain America, Captain America twice. Um, what do we think of his scenes? Yo, he's no joke. I yeah, I, I get I get tense whenever I see him because I'm like, oh, y'all need to go, you know? Because <laughs> there's so many scenes where you know, people are after the hero, they're shooting. And you know how, you know, the hero or somebody or the protagonist runs and the bullets miss. This guy doesn't really miss. No, I don't right. I don't think he missed a shot. Maybe I don't like, I would have to review it to see if he missed a shot, but I think, well, I think he probably missed a, a couple or something, but only, mm-hmm. I can only count on one hand how many shots he may have missed while yeah. he's shooting. But it's like, as soon as he gets you, he's getting your shoulder, your leg, something, and so I always was like, oh my gosh, this guy. <laughs> I remember, yeah. mm-hmm. he hit a shield agent in the shoulder. Like a regular police officer would have died if he tried to fight the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So he would have got shot get, right in the head. Yeah, so he's the person who gets things done. So I was kind of like, yeah. makes me tense up and terrified. Like, oh snap, like he's not going to leave mm-hmm. until somebody gets popped here. <laughs> so, you know, so he, yeah. I, I loved it. It was kind of like scary, but I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. you were him. Like, yeah. 
I like it. Mm-hmm. And then the big reveal too is just like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, the big reveal, yeah. That it's that it's Bucky. Yeah. yeah. Bucky. Been, that they froze him, they've been operating on him, they made him a super soldier. Um yeah, it's Mm. How did yeah. they do that? They, they searched. Well, they kind of did, did. A, a bit of a flashback, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah. They did like a, a very brief, blurry flashback. Yeah. Right. Um, where they like found him in, uh, in the in the snow. Yeah. And then like just did this like MK Ultra stuff on his mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it surgery, looks like they metal arm, reverse engineered the, 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 the super soldier formula. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like they said, yeah. he survived the fall. So maybe yeah. they took Cap's DNA and were able to create some like knockoff serum. Yeah. So that's, that's possible. Because he fell yeah. like hundreds of feet, maybe even thousands of feet on a mountain and then died. So that healing factor. Yeah. I'm also wondering where they got access to the material in his arm because. Yeah. You only yeah, because the thing is, is that for the longest time it was Cap Shield, you know, the whole vibranium that was like the strongest thing, and he was like he would punch that thing, and it was like oh mm-hmm. snap, something's kind mm-hmm. of yeah. penetrating this now. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I'm curious to know where they maybe, got maybe we gotta wait thing. until a future movie, maybe Black Panther future movie will explain it. Yeah, so, but I thought that that was pretty interesting. You already told us with the explanation. Right, right, right. But I thought that that was pretty interesting that they actually got that for him. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you have the fight in the elevator. Oh, yo. Mm-hmm. What literally, these four? Yeah, another two and people then, who turn so, on, and then like Captain America okay. notices is like, okay, there's a weird energy here. Yeah. And, like, and I didn't get it at first. Uh, I was like, nah, it's they, were, they were, they were, just getting on the weird. elevator. They were the really one black like, dude was sweating. Was he was sweating hard. <laughs> 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 he was like, yo, I kind of, I should, I wish I put PTO on this day. Oh, true PTO. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like, no, tension is something that you feel 90% of the time. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, when somebody comes and steps on the elevator yeah. and things are weird, things are not right, and you have Captain America, like, who's, like, as sharp as attack yeah. mentally, like, yeah. he's just like, okay, something's not right. And then more what guys did, come on the elevator. Yeah, what did he say yeah. to, to everyone when they came on the elevator? Everybody gets in the elevator, and he goes, before we get started, does anybody want to get off? Yeah. He's yeah. like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Like, this is... This is a super soldier. Right, right. Like, already knew this is a super soldier. How do you guys think you can take him? <laughs> well, because it was smart. It was smart because, okay, and it's in a closed elevator. space. There's 12 of you, and you have tasers, and you have that magnetic clamp yeah, that, that was, like, really hard for him to break out of. Like, I thought that was a good – I mean, in reality, maybe they should have just shot a tranquilizer dart at him. But then we wouldn't have gotten that dope scene. True. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't like, have gotten the dope scene, like, though. Like like yeah. And that dude who was just like, yeah, he's like, this, this isn't personal. personal? It's, it's, it feels personal. You need a horse tranquilizer and you need like 10 of them. This is yeah. a super yeah. who heals like, very fast. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 
No, I, so I like, think, um, yeah. I think maybe they, they, they. It was like a balance of them planning, but also underestimating him at the same time because they came in numbers, knowing okay, one person can't get this guy, so we're gonna have to jump him. But I mm-hmm. think they also didn't realize that actually <laughs> that might not go so well for you, <laughs> even with numbers. So I think it was like no. they weren't really. They knew, okay, this is super soldier, but they was like, oh, you a super oh, soldier. Yeah. Like, you oh, yeah. This, this is a trained super soldier. Oh, you super soldier. Oh, you super super soldier. You're a super soldier. Put the super and soldier. I mean, there's a reason why Sam or Falcon says, I do everything he does, just slower. Just slower. Just slower. Just slower. Just slower. <laughs> that was my favorite. One of my favorite lines. Yeah. I do everything he does just slower. What, what was that? What was that for you? What's Cap's uh, weakness? Does he have one? He's, he's, he's everything uh, bullets. You can nah, shoot him. You can't shoot him. You can't shoot him. Uh, yeah, he's not but impenetrable. But you got to yeah, shoot him a lot that. though, because he still heals. So you got to shoot him like yeah. You know, yeah. twenty times, not nine so he, times. Like he has. No, <laughs> but no, like I think his weakness is the same weakness that humans have. It's just less. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Or because you can more. stab him, you you can cut him. You gotta stab you can, him like you know, thirty times though to even have allergic right. reaction. Allergic reaction. Allergic to peanut butter. Are you allergic? That'd be yeah, funny if like, that's the one. He's got to eat a jar. He's got to eat a jar. Because healing factors, you gotta you gotta force feed him like eight peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, not just one. <laughs> that is interesting, though. A lot of superheroes like it, it's like okay, what's his power and what's his weakness? He doesn't really have like a clear. Like we Yeah, that's gonna be my next question because I'm like, you can kind of understand what the other superheroes, what their weaknesses are, but I'm like, Cap doesn't I don't know, he's just strong. Yeah. Strong and good looking. Yeah, that's essentially it. <laughs> but in this movie I do feel like they changed a little bit of him mentally. I don't know if it's because he's um, depressed in this all movie his or dead. he's more angry in this movie. But I do feel I do feel like they took away a little mm. bit of his innocence. Mm. I, I didn't like that. I missed my Peggy, 1940s old. Captain America Peggy's versus old. She got Alzheimer's and all his other homeboys are dead. So I'd be depressed too. If all, if all you guys were dead and Shonda had Alzheimer's, I'd be depressed. I'd be like, dang. Yeah, but in this movie, he was cussing a lot more. He was so negative. I wasn't. But like, I wouldn't make it a cut and dry thing for Captain America because like in the 1940s, Things were much more simpler, so it was easy for him to have a more um, calmer resolve. But now he's in such a complex world where people have so many different motives, and it questions. Yeah. He he now questions his own sanity and his own morals, um, yeah. and not a question, not a questioning of his morals, like "Oh, am I wrong?" But like weighing it against his own morals, because yeah. it's not like he wants to completely dismiss it. He'll challenge yeah. it. But it's not like he'll not at least consider the inner workings of those morals or those motives. Um, so he's in a completely different world and he's trying to figure out how exactly to operate under this. And so I think it, I, I think some of the dark stuff, the depressing stuff, I think it comes with the, the, the territory because this is a darker movie. 
Um, I don't expect him to be as hopeful as he was in 1940s, especially now where he thought that he defeated Hydra and they're still existing. Oh, yeah. That's that's a a big blow. Right, 70 years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Hydra's not... That like Hydra was just this army camp, and now they're like global. Yeah, and they're working under you know they're working as like a a covert whatever. You know what I thought was interesting too? Like towards the end, um, there was like another where they were targeting different people and targeting New York too. I'm like, it's like cyclical too. Like this is basically the same thing that happened in the first Captain America movie. There's guns. There's bad guys. Just people whatever heading towards new york and here he is again faced with this mm-hmm. this burden of saving everyone basically from hydra again well yeah. doesn't sam ask him like you know what what do you want you know what what do you he does he goes to that he goes to that um support group that sam leads mm-hmm. and he's it's almost mm-hmm. like he's trying to find some some i don't know uh peace like he's at war. Well, like he's at war with himself. Lining. I didn't even realize that he went to a group. <laughs> yeah. He made a friend. Mm, a black friend. I, I think that friend is. <laughs> right. I think that friend is helping him. He goes, he goes, these, these, these white devils, they're not like. <laughs> these white devils. You realize. He can only trust Nick Fury and he can only trust. <laughs> How come all these. What about saying? How, how come all these jumpers <laughs> have a black friend? Like Tony got Rhodey, uh, yo, um, and Thor got Hondal. It's like yo, they always got a black like, friend. Who does T'Challa got? We loyal. As the as the as the as the only white guy on this podcast, yes. I would say that I support. Make that clear. Make that clear. I support the decisions that Captain America makes. In these movies, we do not support. We don't support anything. Just you know, okay. I just think it's, it's funny. For the record, who just said these hey, white devils like Captain <laughs> <laughs> America? Like, oh man! And as I say that, I'm remembering other things that happened, but I can't talk about it because these are in later movies. But like, he does it again. So like, there's something to it. There's something to it. Wow! Did you guys like the oh, fight between goodness. Cap and Winter Soldier in the uh, in this in the street? In the street? Yeah. It was like, good. It was yeah. a good fight. Mm. It was probably it was probably the best fight. Top five yes. um, fight I've ever seen in a movie. The it's yeah, it's better than the one in the hangar in the in the helicarrier in the helicarrier. Um, yeah, I didn't yeah, really that was that was okay, but it wasn't it wasn't the same as the one yeah. on the street. Yeah, the one in the streets, close quarters. They're you know the shields being thrown all over the place, and you know Bucky's using his knife. It's it's it was a really good fight. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It was so it was it was really good. I was like, ooh, like this choreo is like oh, <laughs> choreo. Yeah, that's how choreo. that's the way I put it. Yeah. That one, and I actually... Like, Do does anybody know how long hmm. it took to film this movie? Um, like, how long did they practice? It took, it took four All months to film this movie. Uh, four months, yeah. Months? Really? It took them... It took them really? Months? 
That's it. That's yeah. great work. You sure well, wow. When you're doing choreography for when you're doing choreography and you hire stunt doubles to do the choreography, it's less oh, okay. than just having Chris yeah, Evans okay. do the choreography. Yeah. It's not, that's not actually Chris Evans doing those flips. Right, right, yeah. right, right. That's a good point. Yeah. She said, ah. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Usually what movies do is they, um, whatchamacallit, they film the dialogue scenes first. Hmm. You know, and that takes only a few weeks because it's not. This is an action movie, so it's not that much dialogue scenes. So you could kill all that in like six weeks, and you spend the rest of the three months just doing all That's the action fair. scenes. Yeah. That's fair. That's so impressive, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else that we um wanted to discuss, or you know, any points well, what about that we Falcon? may have missed? My what about Falcon? Falcon? What did you guys think? My man Falcon. Him? What about him? There was the the scene where he um where we first see his like get up and I'm like, man, he looks really dorky, but I still mm. love him though. Goggles <laughs> 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 and the his, yeah. his his fit was just not there. No, it wasn't there for the first one. It's yeah, exactly. This was this was this was a, this was the fucking beta. It goes up from here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is definitely the beta outfit. Yeah, well, yeah, they always got to have a beta outfit, even with Cap Captain America's. Yo, outfit. that I did not. Like now, yeah, now was, now was great. The one in Avengers, yeah. oh my gosh, she was wearing yeah. pajamas. I did not like that. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't look like he was wearing pajamas. <laughs> he just woke up. Also, that that was Coulson, was well, Coulson, Coulson, Coulson recommended he wear that, yeah. so. Yeah, he goes, I want you to wear it because Captain America, like, like 1940s. But he, no, he was wearing pajamas, so he was wearing a onesie. Yeah. Well, Coulson was acting like a onesie was daggone a kid around Cap that whole movie. So, yeah, of course he's going to tell him to wear onesies. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the, uh, the costume, uh, I like Captain America's costume in this movie. He, yeah. like, towards the end, he changes Great. into his 1940s. Um, soldier suit, right. and I think he did that to help, like fully bring Bucky back to how he remembers Steve Rogers. Because, um, like, he's you know wow. calling him Bucky. He goes, "You remember yeah. me, Steve Rogers?" He goes, "I don't remember you," and that helps, I guess, jog something in Bucky. And so, in the final fight, he goes, "I'm bringing everything, like how he remembers yeah. me. I'm bringing that back." Yeah. Mm. Did you guys notice that in the um the exhibit that oh my gosh that boy was ninety five pounds? I said oh my gosh I haven't been <laughs> ninety five pounds since like, like oh, he, was oh he was like five he was like five three five four or something like that ninety five. Yeah, now and then he boosted up to being six yeah. two and like two hundred ninety pounds or whatever. I will say though, he was the in, in the opening the scene reader. when he's talking to um, uh, wow, what's his what's his name? Falcon, Falcon. He like turns around. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at his back! Like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> my man, back. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I, I have to rewind it. I'm oh. like, oh. my man back. 
like oh my gosh like i'm like i didn't know the human body could look like that and i'm like i'm impressed already like yeah. and then the fighting and, the and all that i well, know he's your man i'll let you have him but i, 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 <laughs> I was about to get territorial i'm saying though his family lived over in boston we could go with his mother Remember that scene when mm, Black yeah, Widow? It, so. <laughs> remember that scene when Black Widow um pushed um the shield officer off the roof, and she he's like, "What about Laura?" And oh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh huh. In that scene, I thought she was gonna say, "What about Shawnette, who works in Cambridge?" <laughs> oh, dang! Yeah, when they're trying uh, to figure out a mate for him, like yeah. somebody to have him to date. Yeah, Shawnette. That's like, hey, I'm out here. <laughs> before, before, uh, well, actually, no, it wasn't before. This is later, later in the movie, in like the third act, um, where, oh, what happened? Basically, Falcon was about to fly off, and Bucky grabs one of his wings and rips yeah, it off. And then, the, and then the set, he goes, yo, that beta suit needs to go. Like, he didn't even <laughs> like this <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you, Bucky, because Falcon has better suits in the future. Yeah, he, was, he was reading all of our minds. Right. He goes, you need to redo it. It was double fold because Falcon was trying to help Cap, and then so he's like, oh, I don't like that. He's like, first of all, I don't want you saving him, and I don't like your wings. Okay, yoke. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 He picked him up like he was going to work. Like, where's my suitcase? Yo. Why do I find humor in the most random things? Oh, my gosh. I, that was it's funny, what you do, Elise. too. It's the best. It's what you do. <laughs> I was going to say, conspiracy-wise, did y'all peep that they said, oh, let's make all of mm-hmm. the traffic mm-hmm. lights in the country red? Yeah. Can the world do listen, that? Listen. If it's on a computer. Yeah, because all on computer. Wow. I just feel like if they want to kill us all, it's real easy. (laughs) Also, Facebook knows so much about you guys. Like, it's like, if if you're on Facebook, like, forget it. They'll find you. They'll do whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. We're we're scaring off all of our viewers right now. Wait, guys. (laughs) Find find a dude. Find a dude with some beta wings the government. who runs a support group. He'll cheer you up. He will. He'll cheer you up. He'll he'll make you op- more optimistic. I need, I mean, I need a black made, man with wings. Made some people walk away. No, black man with wings. Wait, what? I didn't even hear what Lisa said. No, I said, well, because Rob was like, oh, we probably scared away like half our viewers. I'm like, honestly, some of them probably left once you said white devils. Yo! That was just humor. Oh, that was just humor. Facebook is <laughs> But if you if you've seen the same movie that we saw, then you know exactly what we're talking about. So not like we didn't watch the same movie. So speaking of a oh conspiracy, what about the the face of this conspiracy? Uh, Secretary Pierce, what did you guys think of him and his reason? My man needs to just give up that wig. <laughs> <laughs> that rug. 
<laughs> give up that peace, man, and just like just hey, commit to it. Just deal with it. Because there's nothing. So so uh, Alexander Fury's boss. When they were this the white dude in the suit. With the um, other hair. white <laughs> For me. <laughs> he shot a um, He has like he a shot wig. A he has a bad hair piece. The only thing worse than a wig is a bad wig. Yeah, yeah. that's a really bad yeah. wig. Yeah. Like, the late <laughs> like like okay, I get it. You got a wig, whatever, not a big but if you got a bad wig and somebody lied to you, that's a problem. Yeah, costume costume design department design department lied to him. That's all. And that was a decision in this movie. Like, you know what? This works. Like, somebody lied to this guy <laughs> with this wig. Maybe he did it on purpose. He's like, yo, Prada Hydra. Mm. I'll wear, I do what I want. I'll wear whatever I want. <laughs> I, know this wig, I know this wig is tired, but oh, I'm going to wear it because I'm Prada Hydra. Even Red Skull has standards. He wore a whole mask and it still worked. <laughs> Red like, Skull has Play-Doh. Play-Doh eyes. Play-Doh? Oh. Like I'll take the the wig over the Play-Doh eyes because at least people wear Play-Doh bad eyes, yeah. wigs in real life, you know. Yeah, but I'm just saying anything worse than a, than a than a you know, if you're if you're an old man, anything worse than a <laughs> wig is a bad wig. So what if about the reasoning? Money, what about the reasoning he had? Stimulus check. Like, That's a better wig. He had the. Yo, if y'all got my man got a stimulus check and got himself a wig. That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say Ronaldo? I said, what about his reasoning? Like, you know, if if there's a terrorist that you know kidnaps your daughter and tries to kill her in a soccer stadium, my satellite would kill him in five seconds. So this is a good thing. Like that, he was trying to defend the program, even though he was exposed as Hydra. He said it was mm. still a good idea. I think that the program is okay, but you can't give something like that yeah. to human beings. Yeah. We're yeah. going to kill each other. Yeah. It's just too much power mm-hmm. to have yeah. that pointed at anybody's head. Shoot anybody they're, they're, basically saying, they're basically saying that Captain America is a weapon and ought to be used as a weapon. I mean, that's what they turned Bucky into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And that, like, they're low-key. They, it's like, okay, if we can't use you, if you don't want to work for us and, and be used by, by us... We gotta kill you, because you're you're just gonna you're just gonna interrupt our plans. Mm. Yeah, right. Sounds about right. Yeah, poor <laughs> Bucky. Okay, that's my thing with 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 uh, these movies. When you see these movies and you just watch Bucky's story, he just cannot get a break. Right. I cannot yeah. get a break. Right. He he uh, he gets in in Captain America: The First Avenger. He gets captured along with his um, his soldiers. So, and in the middle of, yeah, yeah, seven oh four something like that, and and so Steve Rogers goes in, saves him, but when he finds him, he's being operated on. Yeah, he gets operated on when when they find him. Steve Rogers comes in, saves him. Okay, and then on the train in the same movie, Captain America: First Avenger. He loses him because the whole side of the train was blown off and you know, Bucky gets lost. Then they pick mm. him up and operate on this guy again. Like, mm. this guy, I don't know. This, this guy just can't get a break. Also, too, he was, he was dancing with mm-hmm. some girl. Remember when they went to that, that festival and mm-hmm. Bucky was trying to link, link up Steve with a date? He, was, he had a date. That could have been his girlfriend. He now did have a date, but it's now not, she's he's, not, he's not his best girl. 
<laughs> now she's dead. Yeah, he's not his best girl. That's why he yeah. didn't dance. That's why he didn't. I mean, he got kidnapped by evil supervillains. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there crazy. was. A, Poor guy. Yeah, I don't know if there was a specific reason that he got operated on. I think it was just like, oh, hey, here's a specimen. Let's keep going. Yeah. I think it just. I don't think there was a real reason. Like, oh, I think also him. like where where they found him, he basically was half dead too. Yeah. So it's like, all right, he's gonna die anyways. Let's just get this done. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I feel bad for Bucky. Yeah, I do. That's yeah. He even have like a real life. Right. And then when he started to kind of try and re- uh, he started to remember a few things after his first um, face-to-face encounter with Cap, it was just like, they were just like, wipe mm-hmm. him clean. Just just get it out. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. So sad. Yeah, yeah, I cannot get a break. Anything else that, that we wanted to discuss? Um, any points, any moments in the movie? Because if not, we will uh, begin our segment called A Little R&R. Just two things about this movie that stuck out to me and it has something that could be better. It is very difficult for a movie like this to have something go wrong. This is the near perfect movie for Captain America. But the first thing that I would change is this movie just feels a little too long. There are, there are times in this movie where you feel its length and you're pulled out of the movie. It's a small problem, but a problem nonetheless. I don't know it's a matter, if it's a matter of changing the scenes. I don't know if it's a matter of shortening some of the scenes that don't really carry the same weight. But it just feels a little too long. The other thing, my second thing that I would say about this movie, is that there is a character that returns and while that there are some improvements there are certain things about this character that still needs changing to further explain and understand this i'm just going to read off a few quotes that this character says oh are you guys going to the smithsonian i'm here to pick up a fossil oh hey sailor oh, i'm sorry did i step on your moment Black Widow, you are not funny. You are not funny. You are not funny. I think Fergie's right in saying that you need a desk job. That you need to create my <laughs> PowerPoint for my next presentation. Wow. While the character is a little better in this movie, with the action and properly placed, and some of the dialogue is just a slightly bit better, some of it is still cringy, and I'm still trying to understand your place in this movie and this overall world. Even in these parts of this movie where you're trying to hook Cap up with somebody, and in the middle of all that, you're flirting with him. What are you trying? You trying to do something with this guy? What what business do you have? Yeah. I will protect this man from you <laughs> and any man from you <laughs> because they don't need that craziness. Yeah. So. My question that I'll, I'll leave my <laughs> review with is what are you doing in this movie? What are you doing? What is your role? What are you doing in this movie? But if I could complain about anything in this movie, it would be that very thing. And that is Black Widow once again. 
yeah, so this movie is amazing. It's a it's truly a miracle because Black Widow was in it and I gave this movie an A plus in my review. That is a miracle. Now part of that miracle is because Black Widow's fight scenes are better than the fight scenes she had in Avengers where she was shooting peach shooters at giant aliens and looking like a daggone three-year-old who's playing make-believe with a blanket uh, thinking that she's a superhero. That's just pretty embarrassing. Kudos to Hawkeye for being a loyal friend because if I had a friend that delusional, he would, she would not be my friend anymore. Um, also, Black Widow though does fight much better like an adult in Captain America The Winter Soldier. The scenes are well edited the choreography is sharp, and she only says a couple dumb lines while she's fighting. So in that sense, if you just ignore her while she's talking in dialogue scenes, Black Widow is very tolerable because she proves herself as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. So don't really listen to Rob, because Rob, <laughs> he nitpicks too many things. This is the greatest Marvel movie up to this point on our podcast. And even Black Widow contributed positively to it, which is no small feat, because she's terrible. Um, but also, this movie doesn't need to be shortened. It's a complex political plot. Every scene's important to explain that plot and how it affects Captain America in a deep way and his friendship with Bucky. So really, Rob, you don't really have any material. Black Widow's at her best in this movie when she's fighting and you can just make fun of her while she's talking it's like unintentional comedy like in odin when, when odin scenes in thor so that's all i got this movie is the jam i agree with you man you can cute you can kill the yeah i agree with you this movie is the jam but her her i don't think it's unintentional humor when she's trying to make jokes yeah I think it's intentional. And she's just not funny. She's but not bro, funny. nobody gonna come to the person who wrote the script. Like, it's like watching Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. Someone else wrote that script, bro. Again, let's rage against the male species. She's embarrassing species. herself. That's what she's doing. That's all she's doing. Well, no, dude, because... No, 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 no. She's not... That's what she's doing while she's doing whatever she's trying to do, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. she's not trying to embarrass herself. But what I'm saying is Make her the, the, the jokes and some of the dialogue is what keeps this movie at an A. This could be a, like an A plus 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 yeah. plus movie. Yeah. No, this is, no, that's I'm saying for me. I'm saying for me. For, for you, this is an A plus movie. This is an, a perfect, if not near perfect movie. For me, this is an A. And one of the reasons why it's an A, and it's weird to say this, but it's an A because of her jokes or her dialogue. It just what about her dialogue that I'm watching, hold up, I'm watching this movie with Fergie, and there like there are things that she says, and I'm like, oh my gosh, why are you like get out of the movie? Like, why why are you here? Like, I don't like like what is she doing in the movie that another character in place of her can't do? Uh, what if she's a good Loki? What if no, she's there no, just to no, no, entertain? I don't think that's what she's there. That she could be. She could be. What is he? Loki is the god of mischief. No, no, no. 
If anybody has a bad joke, we know who to blame. It's timing. She does have none of those things. She got none of those. No things. timing. No charisma. She can fight. Yeah. I, if if I had to switch out her for Hawkeye, I'd do it in five seconds. I'd be like, "Yo, Hawkeye." Yeah, what? Hawkeye. Hawkeye would play. be better in this movie. Yeah, come through. He'd have because he's still a shield agent. Yeah. You can use him in this movie. Yeah. But you, so so that's my thing. What's my problem with her in this movie is okay, what part does she play? What what how does she contribute to this movie that positively influences this movie? And I think if she can be replaced by somebody else. Her fight scenes with huh? she had good fight scenes. I know, but but I'm saying like that her, her her so her dialogue. The are great, bro. I'm trying to be positive because I know you're trying to be positive, but I'm saying, okay, no 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 no, but that's not the point of the segment. Is to be positive. The point of the segment is no, no, no. Listen, yeah, she improved, but here's what's still annoying about her: is not because she can or can't fight. It's her dialogue. We I know. hate when she talks. <laughs> no, preaching to the choir, man. It's not the script. No, bro. No, listen, listen, listen. The Russo brothers did awful. Steve even called her out on it. He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're gonna miss. You're gonna miss bikini briefs." Like he was annoyed with her. He was annoyed with her. Him, him of all people, Steve Rogers, the nicest guy in the MCU, was even he was annoyed with this lady. So we know the dialogue is bad, right? So, so that that gets my that, that's my point. He so he so if he was on this review, if he was on this podcast, he would agree with him. Yes, yes, he would. He would say so, the so dialogue is terrible. You agree then? <laughs> nope, because he would say he's a she's a reliable soldier. Who's got my back? In she, yeah, but so is Hawkeye. That, that has nothing to do with it, bro. I'm just saying her dialogue. Like anybody else in the Avengers, like risk, take Hawkeye for example. Movie, hold, so. hold on, Fair. hold on, bro. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. You take Hawkeye, you put him in this movie, he fits. Um, you, I don't know. You, yes, you take Hill. I you have take. A question. Do y'all know that Asian comedian dude named Ken? Ken Jeong? Whatever. Ken Jeong, I think. He's, he's performed in Transformers. One, was um, he in Two or three? I think it's Ken Jeong. Do you guys remember him? Yeah, I think it's Ken The Hangover? Was he on what? If yep. his name is Ken, then yes, that's him. What if oh. he replaced her yeah. and he said those stupid things that she said? What if they thought that she, you know, um, face-wise could run a joke like that and it'd be funny, but whereas the person that they picked is supposed to be a little bit more serious or have a different type of humor, you know, but they gave her 10 type jokes. Just, well, I think, yeah, I think also just the way that they write women in all of these um superhero things like they're not meant to be funny they're just meant to look good or to fight well not to be anything other than that and so when black widow comes on the screen and tries to be cute or try Mm. to be funny it's just it falls flat because she's just not that or they need to figure out a way to make her the funny character you can't kind of weasel her into being funny yeah Yeah. right yeah exactly yeah let her fight like if she's if she's just not funny don't try to make her funny. Like, if she's going to be in this movie, yeah, let her fight. Because if her fighting was great in yeah. this movie and some dialogue that works towards the plot is good, yeah. then don't try to make her funny. You get this Asian guy who's from The Hangover. You get him in the movie. You, you There's other things that are funny about this movie. 
Um, I think. Uh, but but it's not her. It's just not her. And in fact, for me watching this, I'm like, yo, you're trying to be funny, and it's not working. Maria Hill had a funny line when she saved them. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like Maria Hill can be a replacement of that. And the yeah. and the humor doesn't have to be like saying a joke. The joke can be within the dialogue between her and and, and Steve Rogers or her and Nick yeah. Fury. Or I mean, when she woman. when she freed them in the truck, she's like, "Oh man, that thing was squeezing my brain." Who's this guy? Like, uh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Her. So compare the two of them, right? Because she was in the movie, and I think she did her role yeah. well. She yep. just did one no joke. What? She just cracked one joke. She did. Where? She did. She cracked one joke. So when they were they were uh, in, they were captured, and they were in a van, and there were two other soldiers. They had masks on and everything, and they were handcuffed or whatever. And while they were talking, one of the soldiers or one of the army men, um, policemen, whatever, uh, I forget what happened. Mm-hmm. She the the army man was about to hit them with an electric baton, and instead of hitting them. She turns, or he turns, whatever. She turns and hits the other guy, takes off the helmet, and it's her. And then in that moment, she goes, oh, who's this guy? Tur- looking at Falcon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, it, yeah. and it's not like okay. a joke to make you like, man, I'm working yeah. on my abs today. But that's but the it's, thing, though. It's funny. They could have done that for Black Widow. They could have just made her do things that are funny versus say these lines that, yeah. Yeah. Trying yeah. to be funny, jokes. yeah, because yeah. it's like, yo, she yeah. needs to try to be funny in this movie. By but I feel jokes. like She's again, not funny. I blame the director or whomever. They should use their actors yeah. properly to what you know they're good at. Yeah, and I feel like they do. I just feel like it's tough to write for Black Widow um, to try to make a, a relatable character yeah. because I think the purpose for Black Widow is to not know her backstory. Because she's had so many different covers we over the years, and so how do we make this character re- character? Y'all are all gonna be so yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy though? This movie's gonna come out, and it's gonna be a really good movie, and we're gonna hate ourselves. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're gonna hate ourselves. <laughs> it's probably cooler than you think. I don't. Right now we don't, but I feel like it's because we don't know her story. Her dialogue is worse in this movie mm-hmm. than Iron yeah. Man 2. That wasn't great either. That's, that's, that's kind of true. That's kind of true. Although she, I feel like I out of all the movies that she's been in, she's been more tolerable in this movie. Wait, y'all don't like her in Iron Man 2? No, I, I, I tolerated her. Uh, she was popping. Uh, she, she was popping. She, she, she was popping. She was popping. I said tolerated. Keyword is tolerated. Letter letter grade is C minus C minus in Iron Man two. Tolerated. It goes lower no, from tolerable. Because she was vibing with Pepper. She was vibing with legal team. She was vibing with Pepper. They were clicking. Pepper was dragging her butt to mediocrity, from being terrible to mediocre. Pe- thank you, Pepper, for doing that. What I tried to do an adventure is bad. I think she was she was she was fine in that movie. I, I, I didn't think, like her in this one. I think also too, like whenever there's more than two like lead women in yeah. um these movies, it just falls apart. Like they just do not have good dialogue. Like I think they should let these mm-hmm. women be funny, but it always just falls flat. So I think you either create 
a character that's funny or what Darcy was supposed to be and just tone it all the way down and let them be funny. But trying to force them to be funny just always falls flat. I don't know if they like oh, are yeah. the mindset that women can't be funny for whatever reason, but it just it just falls flat. It really does. I think they're trying to do men's humor for uh, a woman's yeah, character, for a woman, and it yeah. just it just doesn't, it work. doesn't work. Well, I'm glad that a man said it. Go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. Here's my thing. I think it's not it's not just men's humor. Yeah. It's how yeah. men think women are funny. Oh, I see. Yeah, or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's something. Not exactly that, but I think it's how a man thinks woman is funny and it's not realistic. Until you yeah. actually find a woman who's like genuinely hilarious mm-hmm. and it's like, whoa, she's funnier than any guy that I know because my wife is hilarious. But that's, I don't know. I think it's it's, it's a man guessing how a woman should be funny. What if um, they, instead of putting Ken from Hangover in it, they replaced her with Tiffany Haddish? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think Tiffany Haddish is funny. So she couldn't tell. She couldn't tell silly jokes, and people would laugh. So, so the so the jokes about the, so these Marvel movies, these jokes, the 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 funnier the jokes. Yeah. So let me put it this way: the more situational <laughs> the jokes are, the funnier they are. Here's right. For example, I agree. For example, for example, it has nothing to do with the character, but her jokes are not situational. Oh yeah. Um. For example, uh, take Thor. Take Thor. When Thor uh, and Coulson are going back and forth, he just li- like literally just says a few words like "son of coal." Funny, like hilarious. He calls him "son of coal." Hilarious, but that's situational. The situation is he's a fish out of water. That's how he understands Coulson's name. Thinking that his father's name is Cole and he's son of Cole. Like it's hilarious because in his world, that and. It, and yeah. he's not trying to be funny. That's the that's the funniest part about that. Um, he's trying to be respectful. Exactly. It's him trying to be respectful, but he has no idea. Another funny moment um, in Avengers when Coulson again Coulson steps into um, the Avengers Tower, or in this case, it was uh, Stark Tower, and uh, he breached the security oh, yeah. system. And Pepper goes, "Oh, hey, uh, yeah. hey, Phil," and he goes, "What? What? Yeah. Yeah. Phil?" Um, his first name's Agent. Like, it's situational. It's it's not like I'm trying to be funny. The joke doesn't take yeah. precedence, but it's in the moment where the joke so is slipped in underneath the situation. She's yeah, trying, trying to make yeah. her comic relief. With her, I think she, they're just trying to make her funny. And so she lands in a fight scene. So what happens is the villain or a bad guy or a henchman yeah. turns, and before she strikes a punch, mm-hmm. she tries to make a joke, and it just does not work. She goes, hey, sailor. Boom. It's not I funny. I think her, the, it's just not the funny. whole fossil joke could have been passable if she didn't even make the Smithsonian reference. If she just pulled up and just looked at Stephen, was like, yeah. hey, fossil, get in the car. Like something like that. You just got to yeah, make yeah, it something more natural. natural. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that would have been passable. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, fossil, get in the car. I, I, I yeah. thought that was yeah. funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I I mean, it's it was good. It was no, it's a funny joke. It's yeah, just here to pick up. Yeah, you know who he is. No, I get, I get it. But like, if it was delivered better, it'd be funny. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I, I think it's like it's a mixture of the script and her delivery. 
in combination, mm-hmm. it's just a little bit like, yeah. I think they should have like bred it over and saw if it mm-hmm. really actually. So it's only going to well get worse from here, guys. You know that. Oh boy! Oh boy! Well, hey, we don't know that, bro. We don't know that. You keep going forward. We don't know this. We haven't watched the movies yet. Robbie hanging out with Falcon a lot. He's really optimistic, man. We obviously watch the movies, but we're gonna we're gonna try to watch these with fresh eyes. Well, no, I'm, look, I'm watching these movies with fresh eyes. That's the purpose of this this project. Trying to watch them with fresh eyes. Fresh eyes, bro. Fresh eyes. So, so with that being said, I don't know if um uh and when I watch her, you, I, I, you guys had anything else you want to share on the topic of Black Widow or, or, or whatever. Um, so, so um, I'm trying. To, how should we close this? So, uh, maybe we can question. Yes, that I was trying to figure out what went first. So, your question, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, what is the number one trait? For you to trust someone on a on a spy mission like this movie. Mm. Hmm. Um, if I know the person has heart, like this is a person who's about something, you know, like I could trust them to. Yeah, I think it's it's trust in what they're about on the inside. I would want a good person to be on my team. Trust, like person, someone that you know for sure is on the side. Yeah, like I'm not gonna go in the elevator and by the time I come out they switch sides. Okay. Like, you know. Yeah, um so. I think hmm. I think for me, someone I mean, if you're a spy, it's kind of challenging, but integrity, I guess. Um the way that, yeah, the way that Cap has it, like I think that, you know, if I was in the movie, I would definitely trust him. Um not because he's like super righteousness and whatever, but it's just like even integrity in the sense of being like, because the definition for it too also is like, like the integrity of something like how strong it holds or like it's wholeness and, you know, it's yeah. unity. So even with that, like he just has a, a keen eye of seeing the whole thing and just understanding things as a whole. And so I, I don't know. I don't know if that made sense, but I think, yeah, just integrity in it both does. ways of his character, but also mm-hmm. like just that wholeness that he has and wanting to even uphold that yeah. within like the world too. So thinking big picture. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think for me, kind of similar to what both of them said, um, but I think, friendship um but also loyalty in that friendship um because i think when you have friendship and you have history with someone like they can look at you a certain way and you'll know what's on their mind Mm. and so i think that's needed for any mission or any goal where like okay i know like this pisses you off so i'm not going to do it and i know that you're really strong in this so we're going to use your strength to do this to get our point across so i think something like that would be helpful and what i would look for Hmm. Yeah, I had, that's a good one. I had an answer and now hearing you guys share your answers, it's making me change mine. Um, <laughs> nah, bro, let me hear it. Wanna, oh, well, I was going to start with, this is what I originally had was um, honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what I originally had. Um, if we start off with full on honesty, 
then we can work together. And honesty can can doesn't have to mean I know everything because we're both spies. Um, honesty can mean, hey, I can't share that information with you. Mm. You know, honesty can be that. Um, you know, there's a level of respect there where it's like, okay, listen, we're about this mission. There's information you're asking me about. I cannot share that because I, I bet you if we're both spies, there's going to be information that I know um, or whatever that I'm, that I'm aware of that I know that I can't share with my partner. That was my first answer. But now mm-hmm. hearing you guys, I'm changing my answer. Mm-hmm. I think friendship and history. Um, if there's history, if there's friendship, you already know the person. You don't have to worry about whether or not this person's honest. You don't have to worry about whether or not this person's going to be loyal. Like you guys have history. You guys know each other. Um, so all of that stuff is yeah. already tossed out the window. You don't, ha- you don't have to waste mental energy figuring that out. You guys are now side by side on this mission together without question. So I would say friendship, um, friendship in history, uh, but friendship first and foremost, I think would be the quality I look for. I think, yeah, I, I think for me, I'd say commitment. You have to have an unyielding commitment to a central idea. Um, And I think the problem with the movie is when you compromise, that means you don't have a commitment to a central idea. Your ideas are constantly shifting and changing. So for me, it's like I have to know that you're going to die for this idea. Whether it's our friendship, whether it's truth, justice, whatever idea... You have to be willing to die for it if we're going to go on this mission together. Well, great. Well, guys, um, we shared a lot about this movie. Um, it's almost two hours in, um, an hour and 50 minutes specifically. Um, before we close, I wanted to kind of go around and talk about where does this movie fall with all the other movies we watched? Where would you rate this movie from best to worst with the movies we've watched so far? Rating. Where would you rate this? Rating time. Where, would, where does this movie fall? I'll go first. Um, I will go first, guys. Okay. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now, this is the ninth movie. Nine movies. Okay. Coming in at number one is Captain America, The Winter Soldier. It's coming in at number one. Yep. Coming in at number one. Number two, Avengers. Number three, Iron Man 1. Number four, Thor, the first Thor movie. Number five, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number six, Iron Man 2. Number seven, Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Number eight, Thor, the Dark World. And last, and where it belongs, Iron Man 3. Well. Well. (laughs) So that's my list. That's my list. Wait, who's next? Who? I'll go. Cause y'all in your feelings about some black guy with tattoos. All right, let's see what what's up, what's about to happen right here. All right, so <laughs> number one on my list, Carmen. or in all these lists, is Cap Two, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Uh, number two is Avengers. Number three is Iron Man Three. Um, Cause I'm not distracted. Uh, Iron Man One is number I, four. I, I cannot wait here. to see what movie. I cannot wait to see what movie moves that from its, its place. Moved. I cannot wait to see what. It movie already moved it. down one slot because of Cap Two. So, 
It needs to go further down, though. Y'all, no, further y'all, down. Y'all, like, y'all like, like separated from Avengers. Y'all obsessed with this. Okay, okay, let him White finish and then tattoo. we'll attack. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is going to be a visit. Attack <laughs> Iron Man 3 seconds. All right. Oh, all right I'm going to start over because y'all are yeah. going to feel Start over anyway, and I'll leave. Winter Soldier is number one. Avengers is number two. Iron Man 3 is number three. Iron Man 1 is number four. Cap, um, the first Avenger is number five. Thor is number six. Hulk is seven. Iron Man 2 is number eight, where it belongs. And dead last is Thor the Dark World. But seriously, Iron Man 3 is that high up there, huh? Mm. I can right, see what on. movies separate from Avengers. Mm. It's good. We're those movies, on. whatever. Anyways. Mm. All right. Well, I will go. So, yes, number one spot, we already know what time it is. It's the Winter Soldier. Then we have Avengers. Third place, Iron Man. Fourth, Thor Mm -hmm. 1. Number five, Iron Man 2. Followed (coughs) by America 1. (laughs) (laughs) The look Elise gave you. (laughs) What? Let her read the list. All right. Starting war. Okay. Well, anyways, where was I? Number six, Captain America 1. Then we have seven, Iron Man 3. Number eight, Thor 2. And still last for me is Incredible Hulk. We got different last place ones. Incredibly so. He is there. Ever (laughs) since we first reviewed it, it stayed in last place. I just can't. Yeah. yeah. It moved up for me because it, it got worse after that. Anyway. Yeah. My my list is very similar to Robin Elise um for the first like three or four. So number one, Captain America, excellent. Two Avengers, three, Iron Man one, <laughs> four, four, one, five, Iron Man two. <laughs> Thor 2, 7, Hulk, 8, Captain America, 9, Iron Man 3, where it belongs. It belongs. Thor 2 better than Iron Man 3. I can't even finish that sentence without laughing. Because it's watchable. It's at least a little bit watchable. It's It's an okay movie. It's It's a a safe movie. I'd rather see nothing. I'd rather see nothing. Hold up. I'd rather see nothing than (laughs) the Iron Man 3. Movie in the middle of the normal movie watching time, like it needs to be in a corner somewhere. Bro, it started its own universe. It started its own universe of that. I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch a dark movie or nothing than watch Iron Man three. One hundred percent. Never again. (laughs) All right, Seanette. Last but not least. All right. So coming in at number one. I actually put Avengers because it made me laugh the most. And then after Avengers, I have the Winter Soldier. Then I have the first Captain America. Then I have Thor. um, Thor number two. And then I have Iron Man number one. And then I have 
Thor number one. All these numbers confusing me. (laughs) Then I have Iron Man number two. Iron Man number three. Yo, that Iron Man three stays at a very low position, man. Oh man, we got to do a podcast. We got to do an episode specifically on Iron Man. We already just did like that. like we why? I know we did, did but it. we got to talk about like why. I know we did, bro, but we didn't talk about this specific thing even no. more. We got to talk about why is the it number- ranking? You guys, oh, are, you, guys you guys, I just you know what? I'm just very interested. No, yeah. we're not, bro. We're we're we are thinking as clear as day. You'd rather you know, watch, you'd rather watch a movie you know that's dark, about. you could barely see, another movie that's basically a commercial for the Avengers. It's not even an actual Iron Man movie. It's a daggone commercial for Avengers. Bro, I promise you it's trash. Iron Man 3 does not belong in this universe. You'd rather really watch I don't so know why. Even the directors, even the directors of all the Marvel movies after this wants to forget about this movie. That's how bad this it's movie gonna was. It's going to come up. There's some yeah. themes in Iron Man 3 that will come up. No. It comes up because it's 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 considered um uh what is it uh canon no, it's considered canon no, we'll that's the only reason why it comes up again we'll get to but it but we're not talking about what we'll, comes up again we'll right now it. it does not we'll belong get to it I'll be proven right oh, story- you're gonna be like see see you did not waste two hours yep, of your time because it was one small little thing nope, not little head. thing actual character development Tony Tony got PTSD he's got actual PTSD. Let us know. Okay, those are yeah, please. I'm curious though of our listeners. If you agree with Ronaldo, please let us know. I'm very, very interested. Let us know, those of us listening to this podcast. Let us know if you agree with Ronaldo's list. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How soon does this come up? Our next, our next episode. Avengers: Age of Ultron. So we're gonna so we're gonna deal with it pretty soon. So I can't wait to talk about this. Um, but outside of all that, um, you heard our ranking. If those of you who are listening, what would you rank, um, or where would you rank um, Captain America: The Winter Soldier? And would you place it at top at, at number one? Would you place it at number three? Um, or is it just okay? Um, what did you think of our review? What did you think of Captain America: The Winter Soldier? Or is there a movie that seems to be better than this so far? Uh, thank you guys for being a part of this and, and listening to our back and forth and our dialogue, the good, the bad, the disagreements, the agreements. Um, what's the next movie that we're going to review next time we get together? We got Guardians. Guardians. In the next episode, we're going to come together and we will review Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so tune in for that. It'll be fun. Um, very original cast, very original uh, plot and everything. Uh, thank you guys. This is Marvelous Friends. Catch you guys later. Have a good one.